irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Hello there. Welcome to All Things Therapy. I am Lisa Ta here, your host. I am a licensed clinical social worker. I practice as an intuitive psychotherapist, and I have certifications additionally in Reiki and EMDR, which is eye movement desensitization reprocessing, and helps to integrate traumatic memories. I have physical offices in both Los Angeles and New Orleans. However, I do Skype and phone sessions, FaceTime sessions as well with clients all over the world. And you can find me at my website, nolatherapy.com. It's the abbreviation for New Orleans Los Angeles Therapy. I have another website, lisatahir.com, which I have been speaking about more and more because my second career is as a professional artist, and I am bringing both my professions together in a 501c3 nonprofit that I founded called the Yes Foundation, and I'll be on a TV show in a few weeks speaking more about that. My uh, organization is to help children and adults in wheelchairs learn how to blow and cast glass from a modified workbench that I invented and received a U.S. patent on. It actually came today via my patent attorney, so I feel really high and clear energy, really happy with this work. It's been six years of work to secure a U.S. patent, and I will be doing more work in this area, and you'll hear more about it on my show in the future. You can find this show and past episodes on YouTube, iTunes, and Google Play. And I really love bringing you, the listener, guests of various professions. And today is no exception because we'll be speaking, I'll be speaking, and you'll be listening momentarily to Dr. Kathleen Lewis. She's a chiropractor. She has over 30 years of experience and has a Los Angeles-based office as well as Sedona, Arizona, and in Scottsdale, Arizona. She utilizes quantum biofeedback and Atlas Prophylax in her intuitive sessions. And she actually just got back, I believe, yesterday from Barcelona at the Atlas Prophylax International Conference. So we're going to be hearing more about this because... um, You know, I've been to a chiropractor. I have not experienced quantum biofeedback nor the Atlas Prophylax uh, treatment, so I'm really excited to speak with her. She also had a radio show on quantum physics and spirituality, so there's going to be a lot of depth and breadth covered today. So welcome, Dr. Lewis. Thank you so much, Lisa, and thank you for having me on your show, and congratulations on receiving your patent notification. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. How are you doing today? And I'm really excited to to jump in talking about your work, and I'm not sure where you'd like to start. Well, I'm doing great today, and I'm uh, very happy to speak with you about all this. I think it would be great to start with the Atlas Prophylax because I think it's something that many Americans are not familiar with. 
Yes. So can you tell us more about this? All that I know is the atlas, I believe, is the first vertebrae, the first and second vertebrae of the neck and spine. The atlas is the first vertebra. It sits right below the skull. And it is extremely important because it uh, provides stability, um, a platform for movement uh, of the skull, and it transfers uh, load throughout the spine. And it's a way station for the nervous system. The nerve tracts that come out of the brain and then go down the spinal cord all pass through the atlas. Blood flow to and from the brain, very important, goes through there. The vagus nerve, which is an important nerve in the body because it controls the parasympathetic nervous system, which balances out the fight-or-flight reactions of mm-hmm. the sympathetic nervous system. So that's quite a mouthful, but it is a very important uh, oh, it's really important. part of the body. Yeah. Okay. So can you tell us more about what this is it a technique is it a treatment what i want to use the right language as i'm speaking to you well it's it's a method it's a very specific method and it's very well known in europe it originated in switzerland about 20 years ago and so there have been over a million atlas prophylax treatments done in Europe, and there are only about eight or ten of us so far in the United States who are certified as practitioners, and in fact, the person who trained me is the North American director, uh, Vladimir Tomlenovich, and uh, he uh, works in the same office that, uh, that we do. So it is a valuable technique because I think it does something that I haven't seen in uh, even a lot of chiropractic atlas adjustments. Okay. And first, I should probably say that another reason this treatment is important is because they found in imaging studies that almost everybody's atlas is rotated mm. inappropriately. Okay. And... As a result of that, it makes it very difficult for the head to sit directly on top of the spine. And you see this in people, you know, they have that forward head posture, and it's not just because they're on their phones all the time or their iPads. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so it it actually makes it difficult for the the person to have an upright posture. And what that does is it puts a huge amount of stress and strain on the entire posterior part of the body. You know, the back muscles, the nerves, all the way down the spine. And it can limit the blood flow to and from the brain so that the brain can have insufficient oxygen. And as a result of this, many people end up with headaches. Mm. We're seeing a huge epidemic of different kinds of headaches and neck pain, limitation of movement, back pain, disc problems, all the way down to plantar fasciitis. 
So, and so, wow. Yeah, so this misalignment, this misalignment is, is what I'm hearing you saying of the spine starting at the first vertebra is, is the root cause of so many disorders. Is that accurate? It appears to be because we've seen improvement once the method is applied, you can see tremendous improvement in so many different kinds of problems. So it's not a cure-all. It's not the cause of every condition, certainly. But I think it's something foundational that people should have checked to okay. see if they indeed have a, an atlas rotated like this and to see if they need this, this application. How would we do that to see if our atlas is rotated? We check. We have the person come in and we palpate and it is apparent to anybody who has uh, the experience. That, that once you say diagnose, you know, yes, the atlas is rotated and then do the, apply the method. Is that what you mean that clients are reporting changes? Yes. People have changes in, first of all, almost immediately, almost everyone has improvement in range of motion in the neck. That is immediate. And people find that they can sit up straighter, that they have much less pain and much less stress and tension in the muscles of the neck and the back. It's like a reset of the nervous system. And so it can have an impact on the nerve tracts, as I said, the cranial nerves, uh, TMJ issues, and uh, just a, a host of other problems. You can imagine how many kinds of conditions can be helped once you take that pressure off that area. So how does this differ from a chiropractic adjustment? And I'm thinking you're the best person to ask since you're also a chiropractor. Right. And I've seen improvements with this method that I haven't seen with my chiropractic treatment. And I've certainly helped a lot of people with chiropractic and I love being a chiropractor. Mm -hmm. This is just something different to add. It's actually not a chiropractic adjustment. It's not an adjustment or a manipulation at all, okay. which is great because that means it can be uh, performed on people who maybe can't get adjusted. Maybe they have disc problems or mm. severe arthritis, and so they can still receive the atlas prophylax treatment. But oh, it's a cool. neuromuscular vibrational massage that's done in a very specific way that forces those muscles that hold the atlas out of place to relax. And then the body, which is always trying to return to homeostasis, to balance, is able to allow the atlas to just slide back in where it sits firmly uh, beneath the skull and then above the C2 vertebra. So, again, it's not a manipulation. It's a neurovibrational massage to those muscles and that forces them to relax. And, and then the so atlas the, slides back in place. Mm-hmm. 
Right, by itself. And so and what, what we found in the research, um, I just got back from Barcelona from the International Atlas Prophylax Conference, and so there's some very interesting research that's been done. Yeah. And it's not all about the atlas. It's also about the fascia, the connective tissue, the ligaments, and also all of the soft tissues. Um, are affected by this in ways that are uh, tremendously beneficial for the body. Okay. Can you talk to us about some of that, since, especially since you're just back from the conference? Well, there's a study that's been done on headaches uh, that has shown that it has been effective for most people with tension headaches as well as migraine headaches. Yeah. And there have been studies that have shown that it has helped people. uh, They tested about 900 people uh, over a period of time, and they tested, first of all, they took images of the atlas to see whether or not it was malrotated, and mm-hmm. then they performed the atlas prophylax treatment and then immediately put them back into the imaging machine to see with CT scans what the positioning was. And they found that indeed there was a shift. And so these people had improvements in everything from fibromyalgia, which wow. actually is, seems to be connected to uh, C1 malrotation, disc problems, uh, carpal tunnel syndrome, headaches, innumerable other conditions. They tested quite a lot of them. And another thing to remember is that at at that level of the spine, when you have this treatment done, you have a release of endorphins, neurotransmitters. And so many people experience sort of euphoria for a period of time. Wow. You know, Dr. Lewis, why do you think this has been so prevalent in, in Europe and, and sounds like just reaching the U.S. with you and a handful of eight to ten professionals utilizing this method? Well, it because it originated in Europe and okay. there are about 250 practitioners in Europe, it's just taken time to uh, come over here. And in fact, uh, the North American director I mentioned has been doing this for, I think, about 10 years. So it just is not well known. And I think you're going to see in the near future sort of an explosion of awareness about I think so too. Method because there are hundreds of videos on YouTube that are testimonials, Um, everything from somebody with Parkinson's who couldn't really uh, talk beforehand, who immediately afterwards was able to talk, and uh, many, many others. So I I just, I think it's a technique whose time has come and that there really is going to be sort of this, this explosion of awareness about it and the benefits. So what drew you to add this method to your practice? Since you've practiced for 30 years, you're established in in three cities. You know, what what drew you to this method and to become a practitioner? 
That's a really good question. I'm always looking for new ways to help my patients and especially to help them have more permanent improvement in some of Mm -hmm. their conditions. And so I heard about this method from Vladimir and before I even had the treatment myself, before I even had experienced it, I knew intuitively that this is something that I needed to learn to be okay. able to help my patients more. And, uh, and that's kind of how I run my life. I go by, I want to know the science and uh, all of that, but I, but I run it on intuition. And my intuition told me very strongly that this was something I needed to do. And so you listen to that voice and, and here we are. That's right. I, I always listen to that voice. So speaking of that, this could be a good crossover and and segue to how you incorporate intuition into your practice. And I didn't know until we just came on the air that you had a radio show talking about quantum physics and spirituality, which is an area I have so much interest in. So I wonder if you could talk to us more about, about this topic. Okay, where to begin? I think one of the most important things that quantum physics has taught me is that the observer affects the what happens. Mm. So we are all part of one field and we affect and influence our experiences in life. Mm-hmm. What happens through our beliefs, our thoughts, our feelings, our desires, and so that we can change that by changing how we think, what we believe, how we feel, what kind of energy we put out. Mm-hmm. And intuition is something that everybody has, everybody can learn to access, and I think is worthwhile that everybody should learn to access that. It's the higher part of ourselves We're spirit, and intuition is an expression of spirit, Mm -hmm. and intuition is a higher knowing that we have that goes beyond the mind, and people can learn to tune into that and be open and receptive to what can happen with sort of a childlike expectation of good things to come. And when you begin to do that in your life, you really do see uh, changes. And I don't know if that's something you've experienced yourself or or seen in other people. The changes one experiences when they tap into their intuition is that is that yeah. your question? Yes, yeah, exactly. And I I know you teach. Uh, spiritual development classes, which I'm curious about. I've been on a you know, path of deepening, expanding my spirituality for a number of years that seems to have really exploded in my move to Los Angeles two years ago with um, access now to so many various practitioners, including yourself. Um, and now in New Orleans, I've began, begun to met other Reiki practitioners, um, spiritual practitioners that have always been here. I guess they were just uh, like that veil, you know, that veil's removed and all of a sudden you access things that have always been there, but they maybe you weren't resonating at that level and vice versa. So 
um, it's been interesting to me to notice who's coming into my life um, as a result of just wanting to know more and learn more and and expand the intuitive gifts that I, I believe we all have. So I wonder how you That's help exciting. and educate people. Thanks. <laughs> I have taught classes in everything from awakening the light body to something called the seven rays, which is using the energy of the, the rays of creation in different ways for, uh, for prayer, for um, improving one's life, and for creating shifts in us energetically. And then I created uh, my own teaching called Spinning Light, which incorporated the principles of quantum physics and spirituality. And as well, I am teaching a class called Seven Yoga, which is a path to enlightenment. Okay. And it, it has no dogma. It is really about developing and awakening the spiritual faculties that we all have. And as we do this, then we really move along the path to enlightenment very quickly with work. You know, people have to put in time and energy and and dedication. So there are a number of of different approaches that I've uh, brought to people that I think are a little different than what many other types of classes include. Yes, and it's our, really a joy to teach that. I bet it is. And and so I'm wondering, are there specific, for our listeners, are there specific spiritual techniques that you employ and use? In terms of my practice, I have been trained in a number of different techniques from Reiki, Sakim, Matrix Energetics, Reconnective Healing, uh, awakening the light body and a number of others and because I'm fortunate enough to have had access to a number of different techniques what I'm able to do now is I connect with my intuition when I have a person in front of me and not everybody comes for spiritual work or releasing mm-hmm. blocks or opening up but for those who are interested in that I open myself completely to the moment. I have no preconceived ideas and I open myself to receive whatever is in the highest intention and for the highest good of the person in front of me. Mm -hmm. And so there may be then a particular technique that comes to use, but my approach now is is really to be completely open and tap into that intuitive knowing. And then something very special can be created between the two of us. Especially if you can move into that place of oneness. When you tap into that knowing of oneness, then incredible changes can take place. And they can take place rapidly, too, in my experience. Right. Since since exactly. time and space is our man-made construct, that in that quantum field and realm, that there is no 
time, that things can happen instantaneously even. Exactly. You're, you're right on. There is no time. There is no space. And they are constructs that we use to navigate this three-dimensional matrix that, that we're, our bodies are living in. But when you move into that realm of spirit, they don't exist. Yeah. So does this tie into quantum feedback? Can you educate us more about that? Quantum feedback is a device that employs 10,000 or more homeopathic frequencies that are in the device. And if I'm working with a person in the room, they have straps around the wrists, ankles, and heads so that all the acupuncture meridians are covered. Mm-hmm. And then we send these 10,000 homeopathic frequencies into the person's bioenergetic field. It's like listening to the body. What does the body have wow. to tell us? What are the stressors on that body, on that emotional body, on the mental body right now? It's employed as a stress device. You know, we don't diagnose or treat any diseases or conditions with it, but we're able to get information sometimes that's very difficult to get otherwise. Mm -hmm. And there are hundreds of screens that I can go to to ask questions and information that can really be useful for that person. So if a person was able to just ask their body questions and get hundreds of pieces of information, that's what this device is. And so once we identify where the stressors are, then we send the healthy, ideal frequencies back into their bioenergetic field so that the body can remember through resonance what Mm. healthy is, what normal is. It's all about resonance. If you have a, a, a healthy liver, all healthy livers have the same basic frequency. Mm-hmm. But an unhealthy liver can be unhealthy in hundreds of different ways. That's what they say about dysfunctional families, too, I think. You know? <laughs> yes, yes. Healthy, healthy families are healthy in the same way, and dysfunctional families can be unhealthy in many different ways. So... This is a way to get information directly from the body and then use that principle of resonance to bring the healthy frequencies back in so the body can remember what normal is. Okay, this is good because I was going to ask you for an example and you're, you're giving one. So in this example of a person's liver, that, that you're, is it scanning the, the biomagnetic field of your client of your patient in front of you and say you get uh, an indicator that something's going on with their liver? We see the 10,000 frequencies listed in order of reactivity on the computer. Wow. So we might look at what's in red, what's really up for that person right now. Mm -hmm. And then we can also go in and look at what didn't the person react to? Because very often, if you have a negative stimulus that's been hitting on you for a long period of time, then you start to ignore it like a jackhammer. For the first five minutes, it drives you crazy. 
And then eventually it just becomes a background noise. Well, yes, that can be the problem with long-term underlying conditions or issues. They just become background noise and then the body stops reacting to them to actually do something about them. So this machine will often show us underlying patterns of stress as well. Okay, interesting. And then once you know what those areas are, say in red, that's when you begin to change their frequency and and like send in a, a higher frequency, the, the clear, clean frequency. How would you describe that? Well, that describes it very well. The, the healthy okay. ideal frequency for that particular energetic pattern, whether it's a um, different part of the body or an emotional pattern, a mental belief. And so it's all about what the person is ready to receive. Okay. We offer these frequencies into them and then they take in what they're ready for. So how do you suggest a client, someone listening, you know, curious and interested in Atlas Prophylax and this work you do with quantum biofeedback? I know you also work with your patients nutritionally. Like when someone comes in, how how do you recommend if they want to know what's best or where to start? How would you address that with them? That's a really good question. I talk to people usually before they schedule their appointments, so I get an idea already as to what their concerns are. And sometimes they'll come in with a specific type of treatment in mind. But if they're not sure, then I have them fill out a very detailed symptom survey form. I talk to them on the phone. I take a history And then, and I go in intuitively as well, and I'll make recommendations. I might say, you know, we we might need to check to see if you have autoimmune issues. Mm. Let's do some testing on that. Or I need to check your atlas and see if it is out of alignment because the, the symptoms that you're presenting with might be directly related to that. Or... Um, you might need cold laser on um, an injury so or quantum biofeedback if a person has seen a lot of different practitioners yeah and you know many people come to me who have been to many other practitioners and perhaps gotten benefit but sometimes aren't even sure what's really wrong with them And again, we don't use the machine to diagnose, but we find out, well, what are the stressors for that particular person? Is it environmental? Is it emotional? Is it um, their gut? And so it can just really give us a good uh, heads up for a starting point. It sounds like it. So you're really comprehensive with your patients before they even come in is what I'm hearing to help them get the best use of the time with you. Absolutely. I will ask to see labs that have been taken in the past year, um, information from other doctors, and if it's a complex situation, and I'll review all that at no charge before they even come to see me because That's I want amazing. their time with me to be as efficient as possible. Wow. And then how do you work with your patients nutritionally? It depends on the situation. I do a lot of work with autoimmunity. 
And about five years ago, you probably started hearing about inflammation as being the new buzzword. And now we're really recognizing through research that many people have subclinical autoimmune issues. They're not, uh, their labs conventionally don't show up enough for them to have a diagnosis, say, of an autoimmune condition, but they may be preclinical as far as that goes. And so there are some very good tests now that are not standard medical tests, but have been shown and researched and published in journals, peer-reviewed medical journals, that show that we can look at antibodies to gluten, we can look at antibodies to uh, other kinds of foods, and then see if that person has started to develop antibodies to themselves. So, such as the thyroid or the stomach or the liver or the muscles. So, these tests can really help us get an idea of what's going on. So, Certainly, uh, that is one approach. I also do have my patients do some of the genetic testing, like 23andMe, so that we can see which pathways for creating energy in the body or detoxification don't work very well. We might do a stool test and see what's going on in the gut. And then I look at the standard blood test as well. And... From this, we can get a pretty good picture uh, most of the time of what's going on. And so someone, if they have a leaky gut, intestinal permeability, which is the foundation of a lot of nutritional problems, right. somebody has that, then they need to go on a, a nutritional program to heal that because nothing else is going to get better until they do that from a nutritional standpoint. Right. Um, we might work to reduce inflammation someone has hypoglycemia, I'll make certain recommendations. And of course, if they're under the care of a medical doctor and taking medication, you know, I certainly don't um, change that. I make sure that they see their MD and, and work with them as well. Yes. So, you know, the, what you're talking about with autoimmune issues and, and nutrition and that link reminds me of a guest I had on my show a few months ago, Anne Baroque, who wrote a couple of books about how yeast and gluten affects autoimmune issues and just, you know, more and more research in that area and treating people with autoimmune issues nutritionally to help to help the body heal. Exactly. Yeah, so you, you're doing this work also and comprehensively with stool samples and blood tests and um, I'm hearing, you, you know, working with a patient's physician as well. So, wow, this is great. It's really interesting. It's like being a detective. Yeah. And uh, so we're, we're really trying to unravel the mystery of that person. And everybody is unique uh, biochemically. So I don't believe in a cookie-cutter approach because people are different. And so often patients come in and say that, you know, nobody is listening to them. And Mm -hmm. I feel that the people who come to me are very intuitive and knowledgeable about what's going on in their bodies. 
And so if they say to me, this doesn't work for me, or here's what happens when I take that, um, I listen to what they have to say. Yes. And I like what you're saying and doing in the quantum biofeedback work, because like like you said, an, an injury and a disorder, a dysfunction, like, like you said, if it's a loud noise, a loud buzz, it drives you crazy, say the first five, 10 minutes, and then we acclimate to it and it just kind of goes underground and, and affects us nonetheless, but we become used to it. And and so utilizing these 10,000 or more homeopathic, homeopathic frequencies to diagnose what might be going on, you know, often we don't know what's going on. We just know we might feel off, you know, and it's such a mystery then to figure out what is in, in balance, what is out of balance, and what has someone been living with potentially for years that's causing a disruption, you know, but it's it's gone so underground that that they're not even sure what it is. Right. And especially if these problems are, again, subclinical in the sense that there's no disease that can be diagnosed medically. And so that area of between ideal health and disease conditions, that area in between there is, uh, is often where I'm working. Mm-hmm. And I deal particularly with the emotional aspects of of illness, of disease, of, of dysfunction and misalignments. You know that our emotions being off from trauma and such um, can our bodies resonate, you know, with our emotions and things that disrupt us emotionally, spiritually, psychologically affect the body especially over time, I think that's when they become diseases, for example, and, and longstanding health problems. So You're right. And we often see, you know, if we trace it back, maybe there's been some kind of emotional trauma, um, not always, but very often before some, you know, disease condition or problem began. And it's not 100% of the time, but I, I see this a lot where some kind of shock to the system, traumatic experience emotionally has, uh, has triggered some kind of change in the body. So really working on how the body and the mind react to stress is so important. And of course, that's part of what you do too. Yes. And, you know, as we've been talking, it keeps coming to mind. So I'll just verbalize it that I, I've been aware in the last few days about Hurricane Matthew and um, Category 4 storm coming up, you know, possibly up to Florida and just being so mindful of that, living through Katrina and and such. And just what I noticed in my practice that's coming to mind as you were speaking about that, that noise that might drive us crazy for a bit. And then we forget about it in air quotes, but it still is affecting us in an unhealthy way that what I saw during Hurricane Katrina and afterwards is that issues that people had lived with at that low hum, you know, that they didn't think were bothering them just erupted, you know, in, in the presence of a traumatic experience, like you were just saying, the body manifests, the mind manifests, I think things that we've been living with and managing, again in air quotes, but have been really causing us harm and and over the long term can affect us and do affect us physically. So I'm just reminded of that as you've been talking today. 
Right. And so then how do people deal with that? I, I think this is where spirituality and having a spiritual practice, uh, meditating, where those come in because they really uh, are like muscles that can be strengthened that help the, the body and the mind deal with stress to not react to it in the same ways. Yes, I agree. So I'm curious as to what practices you have so much knowledge and so much experience. Um, what what do you use with yourself? Like what helps you kind of manage life and have moved through your life in the last 30 years of your career and as you've grown and learned new skills? I think uh, for me, exercise really makes a difference um, in the body, meditation, especially and being in nature, I find that very, very soothing and relaxing, whether it's being at the ocean or hiking in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, so those kinds of things. Also, you know, running energy throughout my body, um, doing, working with the chakras and the mm-hmm. kundalini energy, I think is particularly important. Also, I do a dynamic yoga practice called the Five Tibetans that really helps get my day started. So those are some of the things that that really make a difference for me uh, individually. Yeah, and and that you've just been open to grow and expand your own practice, like in being a certified practitioner of the Atlas Prophylax Method, even after practicing 30 years, and all that you've done with the uh, your class, seven, the seven yoga path to enlightenment, being a Reiki and Shaqeen practitioner, like it just sounds like over the years you've added more and, and grown and developed, which to me is exciting because I believe in educating ourselves as healers and, and really walking that walk, you know, knowing we're not perfect, but that we're striving to be healthier and better and more expansive. And so it resonates with me what, what you've been doing for yourself and with your clients. Thank you. Yeah, it's important to do things for ourselves also. It is. uh, Yeah, yeah. So I'm curious as to if you kind of conceptualize all this experience you have and and life behind you, what is it that you would like to leave? I like asking my guests, what is it you'd like to leave as far as a gift, a legacy to be remembered for? However you want to answer that, I'm curious. That is a, that's really a great question. Um, Thank you. I would say at this point that I would hope that after I'm gone from this earth that my family, my friends, and my patients will still feel the love and caring that I have for them. And that they'll Mm. still feel it as, a, in the present moment and not as a past thing because love does stay. And in fact, you may be feeling that right now. Um, and that mm-hmm. people with whom I've come in contact become more aware of themselves as spirit. Mm-hmm. I think that is, that is a, a gift that I would love to, to leave behind. That's beautiful. The feeling, the feeling of love. And being embraced is my sense also in that energy. Right. 
Right, exactly. And that is permanent. You know, that's not just a passing thing. And that's something that people can call upon that will always be with them. Yeah. You know, also, so I know you've been in practicing Los Angeles for 30 years, over 30 years. And then you have your part-time practice in Sedona, Arizona and Scottsdale, Arizona. Can you talk about how that came to be and, and why that is for you? Well, I just actually started uh, practicing there at the end of this month, it'll be. And I decided to do that because I wanted to particularly bring the Atlas Proflax method to Arizona. There's okay. nobody in Arizona offering this. So I wanted to expand the possibilities for people there. And so that's, that's what I'm doing. I'll be doing chiropractic as well, but my focus for that is going to be the Atlas Proflex. Okay. And how often are you in each of your locations? Does that depend? I'm in the Sedona office the first and third Fridays of the month, and I'm in my Scottsdale office the first and third Thursday of the month. So in L.A., I'm there the second and fourth weekends of the month, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, all day. So uh, I'm traveling quite a lot. You are traveling quite a lot. How how do you enjoy (laughs) that? Well, I make good use of my time driving. I've been practicing uh, my French and Spanish, listening to TED Talks, and, you know, it gives one a lot of time to reflect when you're you're out on the open road like that. Oh, that is. You are making the most of of that driving time to, like, feed yourself. (laughs) Right, right. So you and I both have an office at Oasis Healing Center in Los Angeles, along with some other practitioners that will be coming on this show in the future. I'm wondering how can clients reach you? How can people reach you to talk about all this work you do and where they might start in in having sessions with you? Well, thank you. I have an 800 number, so it's toll-free in North America. It's 800 394 8340. And if I'm not available to speak at that moment, they can leave a message and I will certainly call them back. And uh, as I said, I really enjoy talking with people before they even come in so that I, I feel like we've connected and they feel that I'm going to be the right person for them and that I'm already thinking and opening my intuition for what to do for them to help them the most. That's great. And it's my understanding as well that your website is currently um, under construction. So once we're done today with this show, it will be on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play. It will be on my website, NOLA Therapy, under the media tab and on the LA Talk Radio website. And I'm going to have your 800 phone number there. And once your website is redone, will you let me know? And I will also add that to all those locations so that people can find you more readily to book with you. Thank you, Lisa. Absolutely. And uh, what I'm doing right now is, is revamping it in particular to add the Atlas Proflex information. So that's why it's it's not accessible right now. 
No, that makes sense. It's so it's so really interesting, this treatment, and it makes so much sense to me with that first vertebrae needing to slide into its correct place and the positive effect that would have on the body all the way down through the extremities and, the effect, and, and everything. And the effects on, yes, the fascia, the muscles, the nerves, and especially um, from from your psychotherapeutic point of view, it can have an impact on anxiety and depression. Yeah. I've definitely seen that in my practice because a lot of people have that sense of anxiety and stress, and sometimes it's actually coming from the restriction on the neck at that point. And, and that so makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. And the the effect on the parasympathetic nervous system, and wow, like... Yeah, it totally makes sense to me now. I know we talked briefly about this in the office, but hearing more about it and doing some reading, it it makes sense to me how important this method is. It is, and it is uh, safe, and as I said, has been done on more than a million people with great results on almost everybody. So I'm very excited to be a part of that community now. It's great. So thank you, Dr. Lewis, for being my guest today. It's been wonderful, Lisa. Thank you so much for for having me. You're welcome. And I look forward to seeing you in Los Angeles in a couple weeks. Okay, sounds great. Thanks. Take care. You too, Lisa. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. As I'm cracking my neck, excuse me, that concludes today's show. Join me next week for another show with another interesting guest who is actually a publisher, um, publishing authors, and I'll I'll save the rest for next week. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. You're listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tyne.